a look behind closed doors, an ear for disregarded topics, a voice for the quiet ones. Up next on Ara City Radio, Francisca explores local matters. On local matters, today we take a short trip to our neighboring country. In Brussels, the association Lilo provides shelter and social work for homeless people. The mixed spaces are usually more occupied by men than by women, although the share doesn't reflect the number of women who live in the streets. To better accommodate the needs of homeless women, the ASBL Lilo last month opened their new daycare center exclusively for women. I've visited the center and spoke to Ariane Dirix, the director of the ASBL Lilo. How does it come that there are more men than women in the centers? Are there more men on the streets? Alors, les statistiques disent qu'il y a effectivement une majorité d'hommes en situation de sans-abrisme. On fait des dénombrements tous les deux ans. The statistics say that there are more men in the state of homelessness. We've been doing the count. Uh, every two years in Brussels for a good 10 years now, and the figures show that it is still about 50% men and 20 to 25% women and 20 to 25% children. The reality, according to us, is that there is a large part of hidden homelessness and that this hidden homelessness concerns more women than men. Public space belongs more to men than to women because they know that the street is violent and dangerous. Women develop a whole series of strategies to avoid the street. They prefer to sleep on a friend's couch or the next day in a car, or if they find themselves in the street, they will walk all night to avoid being identified as a homeless person, hide in places where we won't be able to find them. So they escape statistics and end up not being taken into account in the figures. Um, they also escape social assistance, and so often their situation deteriorates more quickly than that of men. En conséquence de ça, et du coup, souvent leur situation se dégrade davantage et plus vite que celle des hommes. Donc, si on fait des statistiques, to do the statistics, do you walk around and count those who are on the streets? C'est ça, les dénombrements. Ce sont donc c'est une méthodologie qui est bien rodée maintenant, qui consiste à compter. We do it by counting people on the street during the night, but for an hour only, to be sure that we do not count twice the same person who could have moved from one place to another, in emergency rooms, in night shelters, etc. But the methodology does not take into account certain categories that normally fall under the numbers of the homeless. Mais la méthodologie ne tient pas compte non plus de certaines catégories qui normalement doivent rentrer dans les chiffres du sans-abrisme, c'est-à-dire les personnes... People who are in housing but in unhealthy housing or heavily overpopulated, uh, people who are under the threat of domestic and marital violence. And so these categories of people are categories in which women are much more numerous sont des catégories dans lesquelles les femmes sont beaucoup plus nombreuses. Et comme ces chiffres ne rentrent pas dans les dénombrements, euh, ou pas bien, eh bien, les femmes, finalement, se retrouvent à être moins comptabilisées. And since these figures do not fit into the numbers, or not well, women end up being less accounted for. Everything in our society, all statistics, all encrypted documents, indicate that poverty is more feminine than masculine. There is poverty everywhere, of course. Women's income is lower than men's. Pensions are lower. Women are much more likely to be in charge of a single-parent family, etc. If we continue like this, the list of figures systematically shows that women's precariousness is more important than men's. So it doesn't make any sense that women are less numerous in this last stage of poverty. 
That was our intuition. So we conducted an action study two years ago on the situation of women without shelter. Can you quickly say in a few sentences what the results of this study were? There are three major findings. There is an underestimation of the number of women without shelter, as many of them are hidden. Our methodologies are not adapted to really be able to grasp the reality of women. This is the first important observation. Women are more numerous than we think. Deuxième constat, c'est que les violences sont présentes tout au long du parcours de vie des femmes qui arrivent en rue. The second observation is that violence is present throughout the life of women who arrive on the streets, often since early childhood, with intrafamilial violence, sometimes sexual, verbal, physical, psychological, economic violence. They are numerous and multiple. And women will again know the violence once they are in the street, especially sexual violence. They find themselves in a situation of great fragility. A continuum of violence throughout the women's journey and violence is the first cause of female homelessness. Voilà, un continuum de violence tout au long du parcours des femmes et la violence est la première cause de sans-abrisme au féminin. Troisième constat. The third observation, it is an inadaptation of our sector to be able to respond correctly to the needs of women. The infrastructures are not able to really welcome women and men. We are talking about mixed centers, but they don't have separate toilets and showers, for example. There is a lot of promiscuity and there are no or very little training on gender issues and women's realities of life. So workers aren't equipped to support women. And in these contexts, Women have a lot of difficulty to open up. It is very complicated to do it in spaces that are not well thought of for them and where listening is not specifically oriented to their story of life as women. Violence conjugale, c'est très compliqué de le faire dans des espaces qui ne sont pas bien pensés pour elles et où l'écoute n'est pas spécifiquement orientée vers leur récit de vie de femme. Donc une réponse à cette situation The women's shelter has been announced as a place created for and by homeless women. How is this possible? How were homeless women integrated in the process of conceiving the center? Alors en effet, une des recommandations de l'étude que j'ai mentionné, c'était de so, créer un indeed, one of the recommendations of the study that I mentioned was to create a center specifically designed for women and by women. We have therefore created the Circe de Lilo Center, which just opened its doors last month. It is a 100% female space, an exclusively women-composed team trained in the issue of women's precariousness where only women can enter. This space was designed for two years by a pilot committee made up of several profiles. Des chercheuses académiques spécialisées sur la question de genre et de précarité, des travailleuses de terrain, mais aussi des femmes expertes du vécu, c'est-à-dire des femmes qui ont vécu la rue, qui sont Academic researchers specializing in gender and precariousness, field workers, but also women who have lived in the street, have come out of the situation. They have found a home and we have been able to help them to stabilize. But they have, through their life experience, the opportunity to bring experiential knowledge, knowledge that is complementary to that of academics or field professionals. And their insights really allowed us to better understand what their needs were and what services we had to develop within this center. So the center was planned according to what they were saying 
and they will continue to think about the evolution of the center with us. Mais les pratiques de terrain aussi vont évoluer parce qu'elles vont continuer à réfléchir à l'évolution de ce centre avec nous. Quels sont les aspects? What are the specific aspects of this center that these women could bring to the project? Par exemple, le fait d'avoir un espace euh, où il n'y avait que des femmes, euh, le fait que l'équipe ne soit composée que de femmes, elles disent que la non-mixité dans un moment For example, de crise, the fact of having a space where there were only women, the fact that the team is made up of women, they say that non-mixed in a moment of crisis like the one they lived in when they are in the streets is extremely important to be able to rebuild in a safe space. Another element that seems important is a real feminist approach to social work, which starts with the women expressing their needs and puts both parties at the same level. The worker does not have more knowledge than the person who comes to consult her. It is allowed to talk about emotions. Um, emotions are not something shameful that we should put aside. Women come with very difficult life stories that shake them, as well as the workers. We shouldn't put that aside. It is a work that is done in the spirit of sorority. There are a series of very concrete tools that have been developed and that will still be developed in the coming years, but in any case, it is a social work that is much more qualitative. Un travail social qui est beaucoup plus qualitatif, je pense que ce qu'on peut faire quand on s'adresse aux, aux personnes comme si elles étaient toutes les mêmes. Et on, au plan plus pratique, comment ça se passe On a more practical level, how does it go every day in the center in this home How many places are there and what do they do? faire dans le foyer et combien de places y a-t-il? Alors le centre a ouvert ses portes il y a trois semaines et on a vu le, la fréquentation augmenter de jour en jour. Aujourd'hui, il y a environ une vingtaine de femmes qui viennent tous les jours. Un peu plus de 40 femmes. The center opened its doors three weeks ago and we saw the increase in attendance day by day. Today, there are about 20 permanent beneficiaries. We have a capacity of up to 60 women, but we don't necessarily want to go that high. Um, the infrastructure could allow it, but that would force us to do a less qualitative job. We also want to work with women outside of the center. For now, our team isn't numerous enough. Uh, we want to do this work on a regular basis with individual meetings, with physical support for women outside the center walls. When, uh, for example, a woman was a victim of a rape at night or when she was pregnant, Two very concrete situations that we experienced last week. Well, you have to be able to support her on a daily basis, the whole day, outside, to be able to help her in this process, and we can't afford to have a small team. So today we have a limited number of people, and we don't necessarily want to expand the number of people. Um, how does it work on a daily basis? Au quotidien, comment ça se passe Les femmes ont une place importante dans le mode de fonctionnement de, du centre. Elles participent aux tâches qu'il y a à réaliser avec les travailleuses. Elles mangent tout ensemble. Women have an important role in the way the center works. They participate in the tasks that need to be done. They eat together with the workers. Um, as the project coordinator told me a moment ago, when we were all around the table, no one can say who's the worker and who's the user. And it is also important to be in this kind of atmosphere because this is where sorority and trust are established and women dare to speak about things that are sometimes extremely difficult. I was talking about sexual violence. It is something that is extremely common, unfortunately, in the life stories of women. C'est quelque chose qui est extrêmement régulier, malheureusement, dans les récits de vie des femmes. Et la nuit, and at night, what do these women do? Ça, c'est la grande question que beaucoup nous ont posée. 
C'est un centre de jour, donc euh, comme son nom l'indique, elle a un certain moment. Euh... That is the big question that many have asked us. It is a day center, so for now we open from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. We would like to extend, but our means don't allow it for now, and we are not open on the weekend either. That means that those moments, the afternoon, the night, the weekend, women have no other solution than the street. There are some initiatives in the sector of women-only spaces, but only for a few hours. We will try to improve our financial framework to be able to expand the offer, but at night we will never be open. This is not the mission and the reason for being of this center. That means that we must be able to reorient towards partner services that welcome women during the night. For the new daycare center, Circe, the ASBL Lilo, has received public funding after they had published the study on homeless women. Director Ariane Dirix hopes that their center in Brussels will inspire other organizations to launch similar initiatives. On Local Matters tomorrow, we will hear about the situation of homeless women here in Luxembourg, what they struggle with, how they cope and which offers exist. That was Local Matters with Francisca Peschel every Tuesday to Thursday at 9.40 on City Radio, 102.9, 105.2, 87.8 and in our podcast on rscityradio.com.